Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And we've been interviewing guests from around the world. Uh, we have the pleasure of interviewing Karen King on today's episode. She's actually from Melbourne, Australia, and she's now uh, living in uh, uh, in Mexico. And we'll be asking um, uh, Karen about her travels. Uh, you know, it's obviously a long way from Australia to Mexico. So about her personal travels and about uh, her house sitting, which uh, she's definitely a uh, expert in and her passion for world schooling, uh, which is something I'm uh, passionate about as a dad of three kids. Uh, how do we educate them while we're traveling? And uh, we're going to also focus on an area we haven't covered in any of the episodes before, which is uh, creating uh, your own niche sites, uh, by which um, uh, most of her income is coming through. Actually, so looking forward to uh, uh, you know the interview and all the insights she's going to provide. So, Karen, uh, maybe to start off with, you can share a little bit more about yourself. Uh, you know, your upbringing in Melbourne, and what made you uh, decide to uh, leave it all behind and uh, go from down under to up over in Mexico? <laughs> Absolutely. So, look, we're an ordinary Australian family. We, up until a couple of years ago, we were living the, I guess, normal Australian life. And that was just, you know, both of us, my husband and I with jobs, uh, eldest son in school, daughter in, uh, in kinder. And the problem that we came about is that we were very, very busy all the time. And I really felt like I was missing out on time with my kids. And, I, I, you know, when you've got your own business, you, you work really hard. So life just got too serious. And we were convinced that there had to be something better. And I was sick of the day-to-day, -day, um, I guess, treadmill of just you know get up go to school you know drop the kids at school go to work come home and and every weekend i was so tired that we really it just wasn't really much for life so we decided to take a big holiday and at that stage we we spent seven weeks traveling through southeast asia in the us and part of that we we spent in bolivia and i was very interested to watch my two kids learning whilst we were there the amount of spanish they picked up in two weeks was just incredible and whilst I was on a flight out of Bolivia back to, um, to Peru, I read Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Workweek. And at the very start of the book, he asks, what would you do if money was no object? What would you do with your life? And I was so focused on my business that I'd actually completely lost sight of what it is that I love to do. Um, so I wrote down travel, but, you know, I really didn't think there was any way I could travel full time. Um, and then as you read the book a little bit more, he talks about, um, the new rich and location independence and all of this sort of stuff. And that was completely foreign to me. Um, and so we started looking into it a little bit more. And then 18 months later, we had sold everything and we hit the road. And now we've been on the road 18 months. So, yeah, it's been a very exciting 18 months. And you know, you know, when you were recounting your story, there, I can definitely relate. I mean, I, I'm, uh, you know, from Vancouver, BC, Canada, uh, living the dream, if you call it, uh, having a, the mortgage, taking your kids back to fourth in school, and then you start to realize that, uh, you know, there's more to life than this: uh, paying off the mortgage, yeah. paying off the bills, taking your kids to school. And uh, we made that uh, radical shift, like you did. Uh, sold everything and now we're traveling for not 18 months but just six so far and it's been uh, definitely yeah. a pleasure a joy and an uh, incredible learning experience for our three young kids so uh, tell us about Absolutely. the 18 months um karen uh, uh you do some house sitting tell us about the travels and where have you gone since you left australia to uh, explore the world Absolutely. So house sitting has been our main method of travel. And, and in saying that, it's not just been our accommodation. It's actually been one of the main ways that we've decided where we're going. So our very first house sit that we scored was in the UAE in LA in about an hour and a half out of Dubai. 
Um, it was a place that, to be honest, I'd never actually heard of. Uh, I remember messaging my husband when he was working offshore saying, do you know where this place is? Do you want to go there? And we said, you know what, let's just do it. So we flew out of Australia and headed to the UAE and honestly, it was one of the best experiences we've had. So um, from there we've been, I think we've just hit 22 different countries. Uh, so we've had house sits in Spain, in Thailand, in Singapore, um, South Korea, China, uh, Sweden, um, and now we're house-sitting a stunning home in uh, San Miguel in, in Mexico. So it's just, it's been incredible. Um, beyond that, though, the learning has, like you said, has been, has been amazing, not only for the kids, though, and that's what has shocked me. The amount I've learned in the last 18 months has has blown my mind. And I always come back to the fact that at school, I absolutely hated history. It was so dry, so boring, I, you know, in one ear, out the other. And then we were in Berlin, standing in front of the remains of, of the Berlin Wall. And I was just, I was blown away. I learned so much whilst I was there and discovered a passion for history that I never knew I had. So, you know, that's just one example of, of how much, uh, you know, life's changed for us. Well, uh, quite amazing. You know, you're housed in places like China. Typically, we think house sitting might be a little bit more of a Western phenomenon, but uh, it's amazing you've done it in, uh, you know, um, uh, Central America, Asia, etc. So, tell us about um, how how did you get into house sitting? Because there's many different ways to travel. Obviously, um, uh, why did you choose that particular uh, type of travel? Um, initially, it was to try and keep our costs down. We are on a very, uh, very limited budget. Um, our initial goal was to travel without spending any more money than what we were spending in Australia. Um, so at home in Australia, we were spending four and a half thousand Australian dollars. So I'm guessing that's about three thousand seven hundred US dollars a month, and mm -hmm. that covered the bare basics: so car payments, insurance, all of that. That didn't cover, you know, weekends away or fancy dinners or anything like that. So we would not spend any more than that, yet we would use that money to travel the world. And when I was in some of the communities that I'm on um, on Facebook, I heard of house sitting and I started looking into that. I mean, essentially, it's free accommodation. But the great thing for us has been that we have pets. And we have, we have a little dog back in Australia who's now very elderly and she's living with my parents. But, you know, she, we're, we're big pet people. So I can't imagine travelling without animals. Um, and so house sitting not only gives us free accommodation, but it gives us time in a location. So most of our house sits are four to six weeks. So we get a good chunk of time and we generally live in more local areas, so out of the tourist areas. So we get to really experience life um, in these countries. So so lots of different benefits, but primarily initially it was for the, uh, the money savings, but there's just been so much more benefit out of it. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's kind of like an Airbnb where you uh, stay in a local's place, but you don't have to pay for it. Uh, and you get the benefit of ha hanging Absolutely. out with pets all the time. So a very cool Absolutely. way of traveling. Uh, tell us about the different sites. Uh, there's quite a few different ones. What are the different sites and which is the one uh, that you're, what is your pick of choice? Well, there is a lot of a lot of different sites out there, but I think it depends a little bit where you are. I've uh, I've probably uh, primarily used trusted house sitters. Um, we've had something like eighteen house sits now in the last eighteen months. Um, most of them have come from there, but there's also been through Europe. I absolutely loved house sit match. Um, the service that we get from house sit match is is nothing compares it's very personalized and and they go out of their way to uh to help you um in mexico house it mexico is uh is the one we go to um 
I'd say Trusted House Sitters probably has a lot more than anywhere else, um, but you do need to um, establish yourself and get a reputation. Obviously, now after 18 house sits, we've got plenty of uh, five-star reviews. But then from there, I also developed a website. So we actually have the kings.com.au. That's actually our, our house sitting website. So we can actually combine all of the different um, reviews that we get into one place and, and we can refer our potential homeowners to that site. Yeah, it's a great site, by the way. I had a chance to look at it before the interview began. The, the kings.com.au, uh, and you call yourself professional full-time house sitters, and uh, um, you know <laughs> you are pretty much. And I, um, you know, there's some people who are maybe thinking of getting into that. They don't have any idea where to start. So, where do you start, and how do you get your first house set? Because it's one thing to have 18, but I'm sure it was a whole different ballgame to get your very first one. Absolutely. And I always recommend to people, find one local to you, especially if you're thinking of, of heading out and starting traveling full time. Whilst you're still at home, find a local house sit. I, uh, I recommended this to my sister and she found one three blocks from her house. She went and did that and she got her first five star review. Um, and then she found another one relatively local. So she could continue with her regular life yet start building up the, uh, the, the house-sitting reviews. So I, I found that to be the absolute best way to, to get started. <clears throat> okay, and then uh, maybe you could walk us through the pitch letter. Um, uh, uh, because I do this actually with sponsored travel, and uh, you know, to get sponsored travel in terms of travel blogging about it, I have to typically do a pitch. Uh, so tell us about the pitch uh, that you do when approaching uh, house-sits. Look, the first thing I would suggest is actually put together some sort of letter. My parents are now, because of all the house sitting we've done, my parents have actually started house sitting. And uh, as a result, they then put their home up for, for uh, as a house, a house sit opportunity. What I've seen from them though, is that they often get like little one-liners one saying, hi, we'd love to house sit for you. And that's it. It's your opportunity to sell yourself. So I always introduce ourselves and explain that we're an Aussie family that's been traveling the world for 18 months. Um, and then um, explain how you can help the homeowner. So you do need to refer to their ad. You need to use their animal's names. You need to show the homeowner that you can help them. So, um, so that would be the, the, the main element. But the other thing that I would add is that with any of these house sitting sites, you want to check them regularly and you want to be one of the first to apply for a house sit because many of these homes get I've seen up to 80 different responses and there's no way if you're number 75, there's no way that you're going to, uh, to, to have your application read because the homeowners probably made their decision in the first five or 10. So um, many of the sites have notifications so you can actually set up a notification to come to you when one is listed in the country that you're interested in um, and, and be on it. When we first started, when I was trying to build up our reviews, I was on Trusted House Sitters probably 20 times a day. I was kind of, you know, checking it every hour to see what else was there. Um, and, uh, and it worked, so. Awesome, yeah, some great tips there, Karen. Thank you so much for those. Um, so you're definitely saving money by uh, staying in all these houses around the world for free, but obviously you still need to make money to pay for your groceries, your food, your living expenses, etc. So tell us about some of the ways that you guys are generating income as digital nomads, as the digital nomad uh, traveling family first started we did things a little bit differently my husband was still working as a chef on an oil rig off the coast of australia so he was actually commuting to and from southeast asia 
um, which was great because we had a very good income and it was very reliable. And then in September of 2016, he was made redundant. So that kind of put a finish to that. We've had a redundancy payment that we've been living on whilst we've started building up our own streams of, of online income. So we have a couple of different things that we do. The Probably at this stage, the one that's um, contributing the most is our niche sites or niche sites if you're <laughs> US. Um, is uh, information type websites that people come to, they learn about, inf uh, learn about the product that they're wanting to purchase and then hopefully they go through and they go to Amazon and they actually make a purchase and then you get a commission. So um, that sounds quite simplistic and it, it's not really a hard process. Um, something that does have a formula. So we have quite a few different um, niche sites set up at the moment and each of them, the average in the industry is about $500 to $2,000 a month for a niche site. Um, so some of them are still very, very new and, and just starting to pick up now. Um, but the time, once they start to grow and develop, then you can have a really good income that is almost completely passive. So, so that's probably the primary method at the moment. Beyond that, I've actually also started teaching how to do niche sites. Um, so we've just run our, our first course and we've had 50 students go through and the results have been phenomenal. And, and the sites that these guys have started to develop have not only blown me away, but absolutely blown them away because most of them are brand new, have never built a website in their lives, and now they've got their very first website that, that in time will start developing some money. So, so that's our other method. And then the final one that we're really working on, we have a brand new website called worldschoolingcentral.com. Um, this has been developed for the world schooling, or I guess traveling family community, to help people when they're traveling to a new destination. So essentially what that is, is if you're about to go to Thailand, for example, you might jump on the website and have a look at reviews that other traveling families have left. And, uh, and that can help you identify accommodation, places to go, local classes that your kids might be interested in, all of those things that, you know, that the people before you have already done and they can recommend to you. So um, that's, that's a new project. Um, but it's it's getting some really exciting uh, exciting results. And as part of that, we've also just launched a uh, community summit that we're holding here in San Miguel in Mexico in January of next year. So we're we're full on in planning mode at the moment and we have some amazing things planned and and hoping to have a really good show because we've uh, we've got some amazing plans and and things that we're going to do for the community in January. Awesome, some exciting things brewing in your neck of the woods there. Uh, Karen, Absolutely. I'm definitely curious to uh, do a deeper dive into the niche sites uh, because um, on Digital Nomad Mastery, we love to help people to make money while traveling around the world. And there are literally so many ways you can do it, limitless. I mean, everything from coaching to masterminding to online courses to eBooks to e-commerce stores uh, uh, to social media marketing, uh, graphic design, website design. We haven't actually covered this area of niche uh, websites, so that's why uh, I'd love to ask you a little bit more questions about um, how do you start? I mean, do you start with a product first? Do you start uh, uh, doing some research on Amazon first? Uh, give us a lowdown on the real basics of niche site uh, uh, income generation. Okay. Well, the, the first thing I would say is the reason that we actually chose to go down the path of niche sites is because... They work very well when you're a digital nomad because once, yes, there's a big chunk of time that you need to, to commit to get started, but once they're up and running, they are 
they are quite passive, which, you know, what I had found was that I was, I was working online, but I was spending, you know, eight to 10 hours a day in front of my computer. So I was actually missing out on the point of being in the, all the amazing locations we were. So I, you know, I was blogging as well. And the amount of time that went into that, and I didn't earn, you know, I didn't earn a dollar out of that. So then I discovered niche sites and they've proven to be incredible. So to get started with niche sites, um, the first thing we need to find is, is amazing keywords. So we're looking for words that a customer might type into Google that doesn't have a lot of competition. So um, from there, once we've discovered those, then we can start to build a website around that, that word um, and, and associated words. So, you know, one that I always use as an example with my class is vacuum, uh, vacuum um, cleaners. So for example, if I'm a customer and I jump on the web, uh, jump on Google and I type in best vacuum cleaner, um, I obviously get a whole bunch of, of listings come up on Google and I'm generally going to choose from the top 10 to go through and get some information. So what we're trying to do is identify words that don't have a lot of competition. So it might be best vacuum cleaner for dog hair, for example, um, or you know various things like that. So it takes a fair bit of time to find those words, but the, the sites start from those keywords. I know that initially I had a lot of students that said to me, oh, I wanna build a, a website around, you know, pick a subject. They had the idea in mind for what they wanted, but the thing is that the keywords might not be there. So, so the sites come from the actual words. And some of the people that are in the course have discovered that they're building websites around subjects that they either don't, didn't know anything about or absolutely never expected that they would be um, you know, talking about or building a site around. Um, and then from there, it's about creating content that's gonna offer really good value to, to your audience. So buyer guides that you know, compare different vacuum cleaners. Um, but the thing is, we need to do it in a, in a different way. So we need to create something that, that other websites don't already do so that you, you stand out from, uh, from other websites. Um, and then from there, we, we have to look at, um, you know, getting links to our site. So various different methods. And, and you know, there's a lot of information on the web about um, SEO and backlinks and all of those sorts of things. Um, and all of that comes into it. But essentially, it's, it's not hard to do, but there is a formula. And that's why I've recently started my niche site bootcamp, because I had a lot of friends who were sort of saying, well, what is this thing that you're doing? Like, what is it? Why, you know, how does it work? So I've put together this niche site bootcamp and, uh, and it walks through the formula that I use step by step by step, so. Awesome, so if people were interested in, um, you know, finding out more about the course, the bootcamp, uh, what is the website and um, you know um, avenue by which they can uh, register? Well, the quickest and easiest way is to go to nichesitebootcamp.com. So it is a program that I run through our website, World Schooling Central, and we do focus a lot on um, on travelling families. But at the end of the day, whether you're a travelling family or a travelling single, it really doesn't matter. The web, the the course is perfect for anybody. So if you go to nichesitebootcamp.com, um, all the information you'll need will be there. Awesome. Yeah. Make, make sure you check out that website as well. Uh, so Karen, uh, you did mention uh, your whole passion for world schooling and that's definitely something we share. Um, uh, so tell me about the different types of schoolings you guys have done. I mean, uh, you left uh, Australia and now you've been doing um, world schooling. Did you try a little bit of homeschooling uh, as well? Uh, tell us a little bit about why you made the final decision to do uh, purely home, uh, world schooling. 
we um so when we left australia we obviously did a lot of research because as parents our biggest concern was making sure our kids get a good education and this was all quite foreign to us because you know we we both went through 12 years of traditional schooling um something within us has always been very interested in child-led education um and I, I always come back to the case of when we were toilet training my son. You know, we we started to toilet training him when we thought he should be ready. And, you know, it took forever and never worked. And then so we just gave up. And a few months later, within a week, he was done. You know, it was about, I mean, that that demonstrated to us that when a child is ready to do something, they will do it. And whether that is toilet training or learning to swim or riding a bike or you know, doing maths or whatever it is. When the time is right, learning is incredibly easy for kids. So we've always, we've always believed in that, but we had to get ourselves out of the mindset of traditional schooling. So we did a lot of research and our first thought was, let's give it six months and we just won't think about it. So the, I guess they call it de-schooling. So um, getting out of the habit of being in regular school. And it was also a period for us where we, we allowed ourselves to not stress about it. So we did six months of de-schooling. Um, and as part of that process, we suddenly started observing the kids learning um, in incredible ways. And, you know, coming to us and saying, Mum, do you know about this fish? And, and you know, teaching us all about this fish that they'd learnt, on, uh, learnt about on YouTube, for example. And then, you know, we would grow that from there. And... Um, so we got to see, without having to stress about what level they're doing or testing or any of that, we got to see this learning start taking place. Um, so we primarily unschool, which is just learning from the uh, the environment around us, from our day-to-day -day activities and things like that. We do like to get them to do a little bit of, um, I guess, educational games uh, you know, my daughter's got an educational program to help her learn to read. For her, it's more about just playing a game, which for us coincidentally happens to help her learn to read. Um, and I think, you know, doing that hour a day that they do in terms of that, I think that's more about my husband and I than it is about um, about them because they are learning every day all the time. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been a combination of different things, but it has absolutely been the best thing that we've ever done. And the amount that they are learning is just incredible. Absolutely. You know, I have young kids. I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, a one-year-old, and we're, we are doing a little bit of that. I mean, we de-school them, if you want to call it that, by pulling them out of preschool and then we're unschooling them and uh, world-schooling them through, through things like YouTube videos and then just self-directed learning where they ask us questions and we answer them. Um, and, uh, you know, we haven't made the final decision on what we're going to do when they're older in terms of... Uh, uh, you know, teaching them the basics of geography and history. I mean, they're learning all that anyway, but uh, 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 if we'll use textbooks or not. But uh, tell us about your site and how can it help um, world schooling families such as uh, myself and uh, our other viewers and listeners? So World Schooling Central is, I guess, slightly different. Um, I guess it's not so much targeted at the actual schooling aspect of it, but at helping families as they're traveling. So if you were planning on going to a new destination, it, it's about being able to discover things that families 
who have been there before you have already um, you know, discovered and loved and are recommending. But what I have found useful is we have one category which is about classes. So for example, in Kuala Lumpur, we did an incredible batik painting class. The kids loved it and I think we went back four or five times because they had so much fun. Now, as one person, um, you know, I can get into, you know, some of the Facebook groups that are available and I can tell everybody about it. But as, as that age, it goes down and it disappears in Facebook. Um, and this is kind of where all of this stemmed from. So we created a website where people can put their recommendations and then as a person who's planning a travel destination, they can jump onto the website, search throughout Thailand or Malaysia in this case, um, and, and get these recommendations. So those, those recommendations are there forever as opposed to disappearing into the depths of Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, definitely a great resource because like uh, right now we're in Trinidad, which is an English-speaking country in the Caribbean, and we're thinking of, oh, you know, uh, why don't we put our kids in some activity because she loves gymnastics, and we haven't been doing enough of that. So we're kind of uh, neglecting her desire to do gymnastics. So we're looking mm -hmm. for these kind of things, but it feels too overwhelming, like, okay, Google it, look on Facebook, et cetera. So it's great you've developed kind of like this uh, one meta site where people can find, uh, you know, resources, activities, classes anywhere in the world. Yeah, well, we've just had exactly the same thing when we arrived here in San Miguel. There is plenty of resources. Well, there are resources online, but there's a lot of information that's not online. Um, so all of that can be added to World Schooling Central. And, uh, you know, my daughter, very similar, you know, she, she loves ballet. And uh, we feel like we've been neglecting her passion for ballet. And since we've gotten here, we've discovered that there are so many different classes. But it's taken a lot of effort on my part to try and find these things. So what World Schooling Central will do is, is hone all of that into to one spot. So when somebody else arrives here, they can jump on the website and they can go, oh look, there's ballet classes, like it's a one second thing. They can discover you know, fantastic restaurants. Every restaurant we go to, we put a listing on there um, and, and give our, uh, our reviews. Even things like we went to an amazing furniture shop the other day, which you, know, you might not ordinarily go into, but it was absolutely fascinating to to have a look because the furniture was just so unique and so different. And it was, yeah, it was an incredible place. So while anybody else would just walk up and down this street and not even bother going in, we're going to add that as a listing so that when people come here, they can see that it is a place that's worth discovering. So I guess we kind of say it's a little bit like TripAdvisor, but for families. <laughs> Definitely a great resource there, Karen. Uh, so tell us what's next. I mean, you've developed uh, this homeschooling, uh, world schooling website. You're doing niche sites. Uh, you're doing house sitting. Uh, so where does the future uh, hold? What does the future hold for you in the next few months and a few years uh, upcoming? Well, we have been on the road for 18 months now, and we've literally moved on average once a month, if not quicker. Um, but since arriving in San Miguel, we've just absolutely fallen in love with the place. It, it's just incredible and it has an incredible vibe and lots of other world schoolers. So we feel like we've got our social life back <laughs> um, and, and it's just a lovely place to, to be. And all of us want to increase our, our Spanish and, and improve our Spanish. So we're now going to be here for the next six months. And in that six months, we're actually working on our uh, World Schooling Central Community Summit that we're running in January. So um, we obviously, now that we're going to be here for the next six to seven months, we've got lots of time to plan out all the incredible activities that we, uh, we will be doing. Um, but so the, so the next six months is, is primarily going to be about that and the niche site boot camp. Um, and, you know, really for me, 
my focus now is about helping the world schooling community. When we first started, I, I remember sitting in my car crying because I was so scared of what the future held. I was super excited, but I was also terrified. You know, the moment I got on that plane, what was going to happen? Um, and I was fortunate enough to meet so many other incredible world schoolers that helped me out. My goal now is to help the world schooling community and, and help other traveling families who want to make this transition because this transition that we've made has just been phenomenal. It is the best thing that we've ever done. And if I can encourage one family to start world schooling, then, you know, I'll feel like I've achieved something because it really, it, it's for most people, it's so far out of the, you know, of, of normal that it either isn't something they know about or B is so scary that they just, you know, put it on the back burner. And, and I would hate for people to do that because it has been incredible, incredible and I would hate for people to miss out. So my primary focus is helping the world schooling community and that's why we're doing this summit in January so that we can bring people together, you know, make friends. Um, we're going to have some incredible speakers. We've got so many speakers lined up at this stage teaching things that are really, really useful. So, you know, I will be doing a session on how to get started as, as a house sitter. Um, I'll be doing a session on how to start niche sites. Um, and then we've got other speakers who will be talking about budget travel, about, um, you know, starting a, an Amazon FBA business, about, um, you know, how to generate income to be able to fund this lifestyle. Um, so, yeah, so my next six months is, is going to be very busy and obviously culminating in this amazing um, community summit that we're going to have in January of next year. Awesome. Sounds great. Uh, you know, uh, the summit sounds incredible. I'm not sure if I'll be in that neck of the woods. I, I'm, um, our plans right now are to cover as much of South America as possible. And we're actually planning to go up to Central America as well. I'm not sure yeah. if we'll cross paths at that time, but we'll see what happens. We're uh, on our travels. Uh, so, Karen, uh, if people wanted to find out about uh, these uh, businesses you run, uh, everything from the house sitting to the niche site bootcamp, uh, to the world schooling. Uh, tell us about all the different places and avenues and channels by which people can connect with you. Absolutely. So worldschoolingcentral.com is the, the primary location that people could visit. From there, they'll be able to have access to the World Schooling Central Community Summit website. Um, also nichesitebootcamp.com. Um, and obviously, we've got the kings.com.au as well. Uh, having said that, though, it's it's all sort of based out of worldschoolingcentral.com. So come and check us out over there. We have a Facebook page and we have an incredible group on uh, on Facebook as well. So jump onto Facebook and look for World Schooling Central. Uh, we have a community of almost 3,000 at the moment and that's growing at an incredible rate. And it's, it's a really lovely group. It's so supportive. It's so fun. People are allowed to share lots and... Um, and our goal with that is just to help people, you know, make this transition to to learn, to just be able to enjoy world schooling, you know, more and more every day. Awesome. And, you know, you, you mentioned those fears. Uh, I definitely have them as a world schooling dad and as world schooling parents uh, because you want to do what the best for, you, for, what, you, for what your kids are. And you, we're not the normal, right? Uh, uh, and oh. Sometimes you feel like, what have I done? And am I doing the right thing? And there's all these self-doubts and all mm -hmm. that. But when you meet other people in communities such as the ones you built, you really realize, yes, we have made the right decision. Yes, this is the I best for our kids. And that is Absolutely. so reaffirming and reassuring when you meet other like-minded people such as yourself, Karen. So good on you for what you have done, what you are doing, and what you're going to do uh, to help support traveling families such as us and such as thousands of other traveling families around the world.
Thank you very much. So uh, this has been uh, Karen King from World Schooling uh, Central. Make sure you check her, her out on her website, uh, worldschoolingcentral.com. Uh, if you want to check out her, uh, um, her house-sitting uh, side of things, make sure you check it out at thekings.com.au. Make sure you join the Facebook community. I'm one of those 3,000 people on there. Highly recommend uh, being part of that community, that Facebook group, that support network that we need as traveling families. And, uh, you know, uh, Karen is definitely uh, ready, willing, and able to give back support, make a difference in your life. So everyone, uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we're Digital Nomad Mastery on iTunes, on YouTube, on social media. And we'll catch you on the next episode uh, where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.